It's like meeting Sasquatch out on a trail. Then y'all discuss heaven and hell. His point of view, you'll never know. But oh, that's French radio. You want some podcasts that shoot from the hip? Little talker, little great dudes aboard this ship. Then there's one place you gotta go. There's fringe, there's fringe radio. There's fringe radio. Check it out, hey, 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 check it out. Hello, all you beautiful people. Hello. My name is John Marchado, and this is the Gunpowder Pacho, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And this is Bentley Meadows slash Bentley Craig, who is on with us. Hello. Hi there. Aloha. <laughs> and hello, Good all you. you beautiful people. Ahoy, hoy. Uh, you know what? No, I don't I know his with... sister who. You what? <laughs> There's a six-year-old that used to always say, you know what? And I would always say, I know his sister, who? Ah. And it was just <laughs> aggravating. Yeah. If I if I had my whiskey glass, I'd, I would, uh, we would have to do a celebratory drink. I'm, I'm having a coffee. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Oh, my. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, off to save the world. He's going to run right out the front door, right down the street. He'll probably make a right. And then who knows where he'll go after that. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if he knows. I'm here. I'm back. There, oh, okay. I guess you didn't run down the street. No, I did. I'm just really fast. Okay. So I'm really fast. Uh, no, I've got a, I've got a Budweiser. I've got five Guinness Extra Stouts, which is the only bottle of Guinness I will ever drink, or like not draft that I'll drink of Guinness. And then one Dos Equis. Uh, and then I've got maybe about three to four shots worth of Rebel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, that would be the 80%. 80 proof, sorry. 80 proof. Um, why, why, why are we celebrating? Uh, the, uh, I'm going to go with Roe versus Wade not being a uh, constitutional guarantee any longer. Agreed. Yes, that's it. Roe v. Wade getting overturned. And, in part, uh, the other Justice Thomas um, led... Uh, wins uh, for us normal people 
um, in the Supreme Court with the Second Amendment cases that he's uh, he's messing around with. So that is one cool dude. Yeah, that was really good news because I thought that, you know, it could go a lot further because what that did say is that the government didn't have the right to, you know, to do that kind of thing, you know, by saying you you can't have this permit. Yeah, I have to. So that would, like, uh, invalidate the the red flag thing also, personally. Is it? I, dude, I haven't read anything about it. So I just know about it because people are talking about it. But, um... Did that take place yesterday? Was that when Roe v. Wade got overturned or two days Friday. ago? Friday. Yeah, two days ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Thursday was the uh, Second Amendment case. Supreme Court Second Amendment. Oh, 1M. Amendment ruling. Oh, oh. Still using DuckDuckGo. I can't, I can't think of a... It's a cozy. Um... A better search engine? I'm sure there are those out there. Hey, uh, audience, help me out. Help me find one. Um, because I don't want to use DuckDuckGo anymore. They're too woke. They're woke ass bitches. Oops, can't use this on the. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, trying to find that silly old uh, uh, list of fires or. But you got crossing. it for me, That's a, dude. I have not had a. Ch- I I haven't looked at. I'm so sorry. So we'll we'll tell the audience. You are so good at stuff, and I'm not as good. Uh, we were supposed to do this yesterday night, buddy. I I don't know if you could hear me. Um, when I was telling you, this. I was falling asleep outside, letting my dogs out. Brain knows my backyard, and we got this like one of those folding chairs that you can lean back in, and you let your feet go up. So I let my dogs out right. And until I finish fortifying my my uh, privacy fence, which is plastic, my dog throws his whole weight into it and knocks boards off and then tries to go after the neighbor. Until I fortify that, I ha- we, one of us has to be out there with him. And I'm real close. Um, now I just got to put up the boards on our side and then we're set. But anyway, so I went out there, closed the other gate, and just sat down for a minute, passed out for an hour. My wife came and she woke me up. She goes, how long have you been sleeping? I'm like, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It'd been an hour. It'd been a whole hour. And I fell asleep for an hour before that. Went inside, still felt tired. And um, I was like, you know what, honey? I'll put I'll put Sam to bed again. That's my daughter. Well, I'll put her to bed again tonight. And she was like, why? I was like, I can't stay awake. And... Uh, yeah, dude, I, I was I've just been ran down, man. I've been I've been running my ass off uh, the last few days, so I apologize, good friend. Uh, so now we're doing it tonight. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, let me open this. Let me go to the. Could you hear that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the king of beers right there. So here is a. Wait a minute. I'm gonna do a shot too. I'll do a shot, then a drink, then. Ah. Here, for everybody who's listening, put your drink, whatever it may be, in the air. Here is to the, what do you call it? Abolition of Roe v. Wade. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. That was the whiskey. Mm. I got to let it simmer, dude. I can't chase it right away. You got to let, you got to taste whiskey. You can't just shoot it. If you're just shooting it, you're probably drinking rock gut. And it ain't worth it. Or it is worth it. I can't remember which. 
um, you got it real good whiskey. You got to let soothe in your into your throat. Now that that's done, that here's some beer. Woo! Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm I still count this as fasting. I don't give a shit what the nutritionists say. Drinking while fasting is still fasting. So you, you, this is just my my mind. Um, I'm gonna have to, and then in a minute we're gonna do another one for uh, for the Second Amendment. Um, Woo! Ruling came down six three with Justice Clarence Thomas writing the majority opinion, joined by Justices Roberts, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett. Plus, concurring opinions by Justice Alito and Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, yeah, Kavanaugh, I don't think it was fully on, which is just, what are you doing, dude? They just I, showed up at your house. You know? I heard some disturbing things about Kavanaugh, about like him him being a Clinton insider, and he was on like the uh, he was a lawyer at the time that Vince Foster shot himself in the back of the head a couple times and committed suicide. Well, yeah, that, that double shot suicide. Yeah, happens all the time. Like you know, he helped make that. Not a problem. No and, shit. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it was kind of disturbing. I was like, really? Okay, well, that makes a lot more sense of the stuff that comes out of his mouth now. Right. You know. Yeah. And you'd think you'd get changed a little bit when, uh, you know, when your your name is is ran through the mud and then the shit, and then the mud some more, and then some more shit, and uh, every other disgusting thing that you can think to run somebody's name through. Yeah, all made up by, like, one person. Yeah. I don't think, like, I remember, like, her saying all that stuff about him uh, over-flirting, I think. I don't know if he did anything. He didn't accuse him of rape. I don't recall. But anyway... they they did. They accused him of... um, of uh what is it gang rape gang rape oh really was that in the hearing the the, i remember hearing different things but like that was actually in the hearing yeah for gorsuch or i mean sorry kavanaugh yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah that blazy ford broad yeah Um, you know there was like no first hear it it's backup evidence at all Nothing. Not a thing. No one, nothing, nada. It was yeah. just her. And that's when Believe All Women came out. Yeah, the whole um, Me Too thing. It was, it was about that time, yeah. That was when we were supposed um, to believe everything a woman says. Yeah, as if there aren't any crazy bitches out there that might Right, I'm like, well, let me uh, introduce you to one of my female cousins and see how that works <laughs> out for you. My she wife will eat you alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, my wife, my wife almost wanted to do a podcast with me. Um, she brought it up. She has not wanted to. She doesn't want anything to do with the podcast, which is fine. You know, she's got her own things. But she was like, she came downstairs, and I'm sitting here at my my desk, um, doing my thing, and she goes, she just starts in. Uh, I think she said it like, if I were to do a podcast with you. I'd want to do it over this abortion stuff right now because these people are driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> and so I waited for the event for a second. Then I go, do you want to do a podcast? She goes, no. <laughs> Damn. Because uh, this shit, right now. Off, shit really does. I mean, she, 
you know, and it's it's always nice to have a a mother's opinion, you know, that uh, about this. I mean, she is she is just bewildered that a woman could ever have a baby and support abortion, you know, like have kids and then also support abortion. She's like, how do you? Well, they're do they're that? hypocrites because they're liars. You know, they just pick something like that. You'll say, well, a woman ought to have a you know control over her body. Okay, well, I get that, but then, there, you know, you have to not believe that that's another body in your body to, you know... Yeah. You know, that's another body. Which is... The and they want to pretend that that is, yeah. you know, yeah, that's what they always want to do is pretend that that's not real, and it's not real until it's out of a vagina. And I'm like, well, you go to jail if you kill a woman that's pregnant and the baby dies, you sure. get double murder. Yeah. Well, you know, there's all sorts of dumb ideas that they have. Well, and then, you know, like, uh, I'm going to assume that you were uh, circumcised, and I, I'm going to assume you didn't, dare you. you know, to uh, get your permission to do that. You're a male. Sure. You know, you yep. didn't have any control over that. Nope. And I am, yes. So, it's well, you know, most thing. people are, yeah. Well, for 2,000 years, people have well, been doing that without asking permission. Well, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> normal. I'll say this. I'll say this: It was not the Jewish rite, okay? It was the Christian, the one where the preacher doesn't, uh, or whoever the doctor, priest, preacher, doesn't uh, put his mouth on your penis. Is <laughs> basically what I'm getting at. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've About, heard that, and I'm like, really? Oh my goodness! I've, I'm like, come on! There can only be like one old man still practicing that one, surely. That is. I can't. I, 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 that is. I would probably is, have that, to punch somebody is. in the face if they told me that was what was next. When I found out about that, I, I, I gasped. <gasps> like that. <gasps> what? You know what I mean? Oh, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's no. a big no all the way around. That's terrible. Um, but no, you know, I, I'll say this in terms of abortion. Now, I am, I am, I am not just pro-life, and I feel like that doesn't go far enough. I am anti-abortion, anti-abortion. Um, I think that the first-term um, thing came about because women can't feel it; they can't feel the baby moving. You know, um, the baby's so small inside them. At least that's what I've been told. I'm not a woman, uh, which kind of spawns your spurns excuse me that's the beer um the question uh bentley what is a woman that would be a chromosome with an x and a y have we talked about this we talked about this didn't we? uh at some point i think we may have talked about other people who couldn't tell you yeah. what a woman was or is yeah well, I guess maybe was now. I mean, because woman might be a uh, thing of the past. Can you believe that this is where we are? You know, mm-hmm. did you did you ever think prior to the last what year, maybe two, that we would ever get to a point where people, real people, refuse to give you a definition of what a woman was? Yes, I predicted that, that when. Uh, Barack Obama, what made it legal across the country for same-sex marriage? Really? Yeah. 
I was like, Damn, well, I did that live on the radio with DJ Freeze, and we talked about it. I'm like, man, you know, they're they're that's back when they changed the definition of marriage. Oh, I see what you did there. Okay, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board with you. Because it used to be uh, a man and a woman, and you know, and even yeah. then, I remember. Well, it's it's not about abortion, but they. Even then, I knew because you know if that's that's legal, then why can't you have marry a friggin' goat or a tree yep. or a pontoon boat? Yeah. And then if that's possible, why not this and why not that? I was like, Lord help us, man, because the stuff we're going to see is going to be blowing our minds. And the left is really playing with that. They uh, they were playing with uh, uh, incest. There, there's a lot of them right now that I I bet would be hard pressed to um to be against incest and then they give shit they give shit to southerners all the time for being inbred and shit well how about it's like you fucking support it i think that they are i think i heard somebody say it maybe i hope i say it right they're brain damaged from being brainwashed yeah is what is what we're dealing with right now is people that are brain damaged from all the brainwashing. I agree with that. Oh hell yeah, I can agree with that. Because um, in two thousand and eight, that is when I cut cable off. I had, and you couldn't really get on a laptop at that time and watch CNN or Fox or something like that. The whole yeah. li- you know the broadcast or whatever. So. I like became immediately withdrawn from all news media as a you know something. Now I could still go on and and watch whatever else I wanted. Yeah, I'd say that's right. When I was like, I don't know, maybe it was like two thousand six to in between two thousand six and two thousand eight. Now I had known about conspiracy theories, but I think I was still. I mean, you 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 hear about them, you kind of get into them a little bit, um, but that's when I was like really starting to delve in. Well, I'm gonna you know, blame mine. I can I can too. pinpoint my. I was uh, aware of a lot of things, right? I watched or listened yeah. to Art Bell on the Midnight oh, yeah. Radio, yeah. so I was aware of some yeah. things from the Art Bell show, and. Uh, then a guy I work with, Todd Shannon, God bless him, and God rest his soul in peace, or however that works, because he's dead now. But he gave me a, uh, a a data disc, a DVD, but it was data, and uh, it had Secret Space. And uh, then he had all kinds of other stuff on there after that. And uh, when I watched the Secret Space thing, I was like, wow. Okay. And that's when I like went down the rabbit hole for, you know, <laughs> until uh, yeah. 2012 or something like that. And then finally peeked my mm-hmm. head out and was like, okay, I think I got this. And that was when in 2012, or I pretty much figured it out in 2008, that they really were all in for our kids. And I said that back then. They want our kids. This is all these things lead to wanting to have sex with kids. Yeah. I know I got I had gotten real far into it and then I took a break. I took a break for a minute just cuz it was I had talked to one of my priests 
and um, I was real I was real deep in, into debates, and that started around 2001, 2002. Um, but uh. I had, I remember getting real deep into into it, and then I stopped for a little bit. I don't know if it was like six months, a year, or something like that. And then, and then I got into it, and I have not let go. And I don't want to. I don't want to let go. I want to know. I want to know shit. I you looked I mean? into uh, Freeman, Freeman Fly, in two thousand and eight. I think he was doing a um, public TV or public access out of Austin. Texas mm-hmm. at the time and uh, and that was where he lined it all out for me you know I knew a lot of things but I didn't understand some of the codes and that's when he threw in you know his Illuminati uh, si- signs like the Shell station you know the Shell Oil and Exxon and he broke all those down yeah, yeah. and there are Illuminati signs and, and then he started talking about particular dates like he predicted 9-11 and not that he predicted that two planes were going to fly into the Twin yeah. Towers, but he was like, given what I know about the dates that the Masons use and these people, you know, 9-11 is one of those days where something bad will happen. And then it No did. shit. Yeah. And 9-11 oh, is one, yeah. uh, like, uh, July 24th or June 24th. Like when when was that the abortion thing? That was June twenty fourth. That's a big Mason Day, July fourth yeah. and July fifth. And I think on July fifth there you turn and CERN back on double power. Good. Yep. Yep. So and then you know like ten thirteen is another date, and it's not that you know he can say that what was going to happen on those days but you know when the, these are days to look out for historically with these people right um Art Bell is somebody that I got to promote a little bit more I really got to get back into him though and to talk or er, listening to him well he's, um, he's not on the radio anymore no I know but he uh but you he's can, got a massive uh library oh yeah you can hear it all kinds of places yeah um, and yeah, they had some great shows. And what turned me on was about shadow people. I remember him Ooh. talking about that one night on there. Yeah. And I had personally dealt with shadow people when I was a a kid, like in first grade. Ooh. And uh, I kept trying to catch it too. It's kind of funny, but uh, ultimately, I told it that it wasn't real. And it didn't have any business around me or my people. And it went away. That yeah. was a weird house, though. <laughs> it really, it really, <laughs> there was a lot of interesting things that happened in that house in, when I was in first grade. It's crazy. But, yeah, um, a real live shadow person. A hat outside a, of... Yeah. Keep going. But that's what turned me on to old Art Bell, and I just tuned in to him, and he always had something crazy going on. But Art Bell was an entertainer, so I don't know how much of what we heard was really call-in people. I Well, he's got that one famous one from Area... Is it Area... Area 51, 51 when he the guy yeah. in the car driving down the road? 
Yeah, I thought he like stopped at a, at like a phone booth or something. Well, he may have done that, but I think I listened to that when it broke off and. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I've yeah, definitely it heard off. it a few more times since then. For any for any youngsters listening, um, a phone booth <laughs> is something that we had every what so often <laughs> geographically. <laughs> a lot of street corners. Actual, it was a. It felt like a one by one by one. It was a fucking like two by two by two booth with a phone in it, with a payphone, and you put quarters in. Could you put? You could put dimes, right? Nickels. Yeah. Yeah. The first. I I remember um, I got in and uh, I could drop dimes. That was where the old you could drop a dime on somebody came from. Oh, nice. Dropping a dime in a phone booth. You can call the cops and tell on them. Tattletale. Or you could do like I did and got in them when I was a kid and and uh, well a teenager and I dialed up every eight hundred <laughs> sex number I could think of eight hundred hot boob <laughs> oh man that's funny uh, yeah they had phone booths well I got my first cell phone I think I was eighteen and both I think cell phones came out when I was fifteen something like that and. Um, Oh, I remember how how rough those guys were. Nothing like smartphones today, but uh, yeah, no, that yeah, that guy. Uh, he, I thought I I thought it was a, a phone booth, and he got in it for a minute, and then it cut out. And you're like, holy shit! And then he called back later, all normal, and that kind of made me feel like it was fake. But I because so I see what you're saying, you know. But I don't know. I I I want to believe the truth is out there. It is. You know, some of, I like like Mel's hole was a good one. I remember Mel hole Mel calling in and talking about his hole out in Washington. Interesting. I wonder if that's where uh, there's a there's a TV show with Josh Brolin on Amazon that's new that's this year that has has to do with a hole in this guy's land. Um, there's a whole story behind. It's all right. It's not terrible. It's kind of got a cool twist to the end, but um, that'll have another season, I assume. But uh, I wonder if that's where it came from. It was in Washington, like Ellington, somewhere kind of in the middle of Washington, out in the middle of nowhere. And supposedly, from what I recall, is that the government bought it from him, and a lot of crazy things happened to the old Mel along the way and uh, then he just uh, up and disappeared but then he uh, actually did a, like a wombat rescue in Australia there's like a big story behind all him and the whole Mel Waters um, story is pretty cool I think Astonishing Legend had done a uh, uh, Mel's whole thing here recently so they would probably have all everything you need to know. I was wanting to listen to it because I figure those guys are do a little bit of investigation, and sometimes they end up debunking things. But they uh, they couldn't prove or disprove that Mel Waters existed. Also, but like we know there's a guy, mm-hmm. but the actual uh, somebody named Mel Waters from that town that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I like your minute. Well, one Art Bell's voice. Did I already say that Art Bell's voice got me hooked? Oh yeah, I it. like it. Yeah. Which is kind of the same with like Bill Cooper. 
You know, he just had a voice for it, uh, which I, I guess a lot of people could say about Alex Jones too. Um, but I remember, I want to say it might have been Art Bell, uh, the Men in Black. Was it the Men in Black or something like that? Maybe, maybe. But they weren't like men. You know, they they had like weird faces, and like I don't think they had any hair. They always wore hats. This is like back in the '50s, '60s, and '70s. They're weird-looking dudes, right? And they're always dressed in black, black suits. And they'd come in with like, you know, they they every once in a while catch catch a glimpse of them or something to that effect. Yeah, and they wouldn't have proper social skills. Right, right. So it almost made you think they're like aliens or something. Um, that was always interesting. I got to get a little bit more into that. Um, yeah, I saw this part. I was just looking at. Um, not the hill. Shit, who was I looking at? Town, I thought it was town, town something. Townhall.com about this. New decision. Supreme Court upholds Second Amendment. Yeah, but no shit. The Daily Signal. A New York gun case decision. Mm-hmm. Which would be precedent. Um, liberal states cannot require Americans to show some special need to exercise their constitutional right to carry guns in public for their own protection. The Supreme Court ruled on Thursday morning. Instead, the court ruled the Constitution recognizes each citizen's right to self-defense in public places. Fine. The 60 ru- so I'm wondering if this – does this take away the, the need for you to get a permit? A I permit? Maybe. I think the way I was uh, hearing it way back when is like they were like real petty there in New York about getting your concealed oh, carry. Like, if, yeah. Like if you didn't need it for like your job, you know, and you just wanted it because you know you are American and you should have that right to do it, they were wanting you to come up with a reason, and they could willy nilly just say no that you can't have one. And I remember my um, dad in the seventies or early eighties in West by God had to uh get a lawyer and things like that to get a concealed carry, but at this point in West Virginia you don't need a permit to conceal carry in West by God. I'll so this is the thing. Um as I've said before, the Constitution doesn't give you shit. The Constitution recognizes and acknowledges your rights. Yeah, it um, just says what the sure. government can't do. Right, and it's there to protect you yeah. and, and your rights. That's what that is. Um, since the Constitution was writ, wrote, writ, um, we've had dickheads who have uh, thought it wise to um, have the Supreme Court also some dickheads in there who would interpret said law through their own bullshit opinion um, to change the law and add more laws, which are all con- unconstitutional. Uh, in, the, in terms of um, making it so you needed a permit in order to conceal carry. So what I'm saying, my point is every single American, unless you've done, unless you've taken away somebody else's rights using a gun, um, Every American should have the right. Uh, you do have the right, not that you should have it. You do have the right to carry, to obtain a gun, to carry one. There's uh, so my point is, there's no illegal gun. Right. None. Yeah. I don't give a my shit point is, 
and it's the same thing actually but it's kind of on the opposite perspective is that the government doesn't have the right to do that you know like to bring up are my rights is irrelevant i'm like but it doesn't matter about me like you can't do it (laughs) it doesn't mean i got the right you don't have the right is how that should be said agreed yeah there's so many people though that 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 um depend on the government to tell them what right and wrong is and how sad that is how sad of a state of affairs that we live in a in a society that we do like that yeah you know well we should have got that from mom and dad and and our grandparents and aunt and uncles but you know they've gone and screwed all that up as much as i can't really stand rap artists and shit um there's one named ti i am not a fan of his I know he and same with Snoop Dogg. Can't stand Snoop Dogg. Snoop, Snoop whatever his name is. Um, both of those guys have been hit with uh, uh, having illegal guns. They've you know uh, gun charges and shit like that. Uh, now, given um, I know that Snoop Dogg was involved in a shooting, uh, so you know that if he did commit the crime, then he shouldn't be able uh, to have a, a gun, which was killing somebody. Uh, taking away their right to life, you know. So, well, yeah, I like uh, but that. Other than that. Yeah, you know, just having a gun, um, you know, they've both been hit with that, and I'm against it. You know, it's horseshit. You don't get to not uh, in saying that if he didn't commit any crime, Snoop Dogg, uh, and taking somebody else's rights away, um, just because he has a gun, I don't give a fuck. You don't get to take away somebody's, even if you don't like them, you don't get to take away their rights because you don't like them. Yeah. Well, I know guys that uh, are felons and not violent. You know, they were, like, growing too much. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they can't have a gun. They can't vote. Yeah, well. And I've always thought that was bullshit. Now, they can go through the court and probably get it all back. Like, here in Florida, I think you can, with a little bit of... um, dancing around you can uh, be able to vote I gotcha well they're trying to I mean the left is trying to give prisoners uh, the right to vote you know like I said if you've taken away somebody else's right especially the right to life if you murdered somebody your rights get to go away you don't you don't get the rights that we all have you taken well, you've taken away somebody else's you're fucked I like that. I like um, that. That makes it a lot easier because, like I said, the people I know that are felons didn't actually take anybody else's rights away. Yeah. You so know, like they, growing they marijuana in a giant field really didn't harm anybody else. Oh, yeah. The nonviolent offenders, in, in that, should, that should go away. I'm totally against imprisoning people for nonviolent crimes. Yeah, I'm like, what um, the hell are you doing in there? You know, and it was crazy. It was, man. Yeah. Just absolute mind-boggling. All, Finding all somebody, you know, I get that or whatever. Um, but, yeah, putting somebody in prison for non, non-violent crimes. and I mean, I get, like, stealing and shit. Okay, that's that's kind of – we're getting into murky, murky water at that point. But, you know, prison? Come on, man. But you know, and and even in that, in those cases, still, you if well, if you have somebody, that's yeah, like if you invaded a, a home to steal, yeah, yeah, or you stole so off a person, somebody's right to privacy, right to right to um, peace, and 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 yeah, that's that. I'm against that, obviously, or I'm against yeah. them. Like when my um, buddy, the I, I was actually 
a little side note, you might like this. Uh, when he got uh, in trouble, right, <clears throat> I was standing out in the backyard, and uh, and a um, helicopter swooped around. <laughs> there was, like, guys in uniforms with guns hanging out the side of this friggin' helicopter, and I'm standing there in a pair <laughs> of cut-off shorts, and that's it. I don't got shoes on, I got a t-shirt on, <laughs> just a pair of cut-off yeah. jeans. Tell me you had a joint in your hand, and you're just like, what's up, fellas? I did wave at him. No, I did not. I had I had a six-year-old's hand in my hand, actually, oh, and I was yeah. like, wave. You know? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, ain't that cool? And I was like, what assholes? What the hell, man? Yeah. You know? And uh, here's another little side thing from that one. They didn't... They asked me uh, what about why what I was doing there, and I told him I was just there cutting the grass. And he's like, "Yeah, I bet you were." And I was like, "No, really, man." I was like, and I pointed over at the lawnmower, and I was like, and it died right there. And you could see all this. Uh, you know, it was almost done, but there was like a last couple swipes. And the lawnmower oh, stopped right Lord. in the middle of all this high grass. And, you know, behind it was clear. And all of it was clear except for, you know, what I needed to do, a few more rows. And that cop just looked at me. And I was like, yeah, it died right there. <laughs> yeah. Now what, copper? Yeah. And, uh, and that was it. They didn't look at me. They walked past me. They swear, man, it was like I was invisible. It was crazy. Yeah, it's so funny how – and I, I, I started an episode the other day of, like, the indoctrination through all the different means that they indoctrinate indoctrinate you um, growing up. Um, and it's this is back, I don't know, 100 years or so, right? Uh, especially through entertainment. And um, look at how many times we've watched cop movies, right? Lethal Weapon, um, Die Hard, you know, where you want the main character who is a cop, like – He's on the case, and he just like he he shows up at a bad guy's house, or somebody who's perceived as a bad guy, and the bad guy like tells him to fuck off, and he goes to shut the door, and then he kicks the door in, busts his nose. You're fucking up with his rights, dude. <laughs> like now I look at it, I'm like, you piece of shit, you know, <laughs> like you're the bad guy in this, you know. But that's indoctrination, you know, and that's what we have been indoctrinated with. It's just small little seeds that they were planting back in the day throughout entertainment. I'm not saying that Mel Gibson or Bruce Willis were bad guys for this. They were just acting. But they were used, you know. This was, a, I think, a template in a way to get us to um, see the cops as, like, you know, it's okay for them to trample all over your rights um, as long as they're, I don't know, trying to get the bad guy. And even right. if you're in the way, you know, and it's like, no. No, we have to wake up. We have to get out of that that spell that we have casted over us, you know, for so long. Um, you know, they don't get to bust in your door. They don't get to fucking show up and and interrogate you while you're mowing along. What are you gonna arrest me for not finishing cutting the lawn, you piece of shit? You know, <laughs> sorry, it ran out of gas. Gas well, is expensive now. And then with um, the uh, red flag laws you know, it's just, that's coming about. They'll show up while you're cutting yep. grass and take your thing because uh, somebody said you was wacky. Yeah, 
Yeah, it just takes a person saying something. I guess. I mean, I, I have to look a little bit further into the red flag laws. I didn't like them when they came up. I didn't like Donald Trump supporting them. Um, didn't like that shit at all. You know, if if the rumors are true that, you know, it just takes somebody saying something and then you get your rights taken away. Fuck that. Red flag laws are stupid. Um, and, and also let me point out because, you know, they always use a crisis in order to implement these these tyrannical laws. They were using, um, I think, the red flag laws. Did they come in after the that kid went and shot up that black church? Is that when they started started implementing them, or trying to, or whatever? Uh, I don't recall. They've been talking about them for so long to me. It's I'm like maybe yeah. back in the '80s, but well, maybe not back then. Well, the the but point is, is that here um, recently it has definitely been a hashtag. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but I mean, the point is, is that with that kid and I, I can't remember his name. Same with the one down at, um, uh, what's the one down there in Florida? Something Douglas, Douglas stone, stone Douglas. Oh, the high High school. school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they did the same with the guy that shot up, uh, the, the, the grocery store but the one after that all of these they, the cops knew about these kids yeah you supposedly know, fucking, you know the word is they had handlers yeah the FBI was talking to him the one at the church or at the um, at the the grocery store same with the one at the school the FBI there's some FBI guy at least what I've heard um, is some FBI guy was talking to him online Knew yeah, about like this talking to both of them shit. is what I heard. Like yeah. uh, Abraham or uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's kind of here. I don't know how. Uh, it won't surprise me if it's true. Because yeah. you know, and I've, I haven't looked at the uh, cops in the uh, hallway now. I haven't watched that video. Yeah, I've only seen a little bit. I've only seen like, a, well, I've only seen a screenshot of it. Well, I think that's all I've, I've heard I've anybody really saying it. right now is just a screenshot. Yeah, but I think I, I, I think I could watch video that. Yeah. Oh no, no. I, well, I, if there's anything of inside, I don't want to see it. I don't. I already saw the video of the the grocery store, and that will turn your stomach. Holy shit, man. Son of a bitch! That is that is hard to watch. It's uh, I'm telling you, dude. Like, I mean, I can't faces watch of death. I'm not watching it. I didn't watch the George Floyd. No, I didn't. See I saw that. that one. Yeah, I saw that when that came out, and um, I was. I mean, you're, you're outraged to see it, you know. Uh, but then when you learn all the other aspects, it's like, oh, you sons of bitches, you you really cut that up so that you know, and you only you never showed the other part of it. You know, so that people would get rich, and that's exactly what happened. Was it the FBI or was it the police department that didn't release the extra footage that showed all the, that showed him with the the um, drugs on his tongue and and acting crazy and saying he wanted to lay down, you know, and then wanting to get in and wanting to get out of the car. It was one of the two. I watched a um, the video I did see was a few minutes long, and it was prior to him being outside the car and on the street and yeah he was uh, being an idiot I mean he was clearly you know on something and you weren't going to 
get him to under control with a being but polite to him. Yeah. And yeah, if, and those and the cops were were compliant with him, you know. Again, Derek Chauvin's worst thing that he did was he um he didn't readjust when he went limp. That was it. That's all I can that's all I can hang on the guy. You know. Right. Outside of that, it's a, he, he 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 was holding him down. And then people were coming around and getting close in on him and he was te- he was telling people to back off, but again, dude, the know when somebody goes limp i've wrestled enough people we've done submission wrestling all that shit you know when somebody goes limp dude shit oh, i remember yeah. playing the pass out game yeah none you, of us you, died you because you knew somebody limp. yeah so for him you know it, it, that's what he needed to do he should have readjusted now it didn't kill him that's not what killed him but um it didn't help anything especially his cause you know <laughs> And that's when Black Lives Matter. You know, turns out historically he was a dickhead. And I remember kind of like my take at the time was like this guy was such a dickhead so much and so long that he's almost, you know, set precedent for what he did was not a crime because he's still on the force. I'm like, you know, it must be okay to do that because that's not the first time he did it. I mean, you know, he didn't kill somebody. But he seemed like not a nice cop. Yeah. And there's plenty of those. Um, yeah. I've ran into and a couple of them. a few good ones. I've known a few I good just ones. Thought, I just thought about that marshal that I ran into um, out in, I think it was either Grand Rapids or Kalamazoo, one of the two. And uh, it was just at a at a gas station, and I saw him, and I, and I was just trying to spark up conversation as we're walking in. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you watch Justified? It's like the one show that, like, really – promoted marshals and he was such a dick and he was like no this is real life and i'm like okay fucking tap the brakes there poncho like i'm not fucking i didn't think that you were you know fucking fucking, crockett uh, baby yeah i didn't think you were shooting people constantly (laughs) (laughs) i was just asking if you watch the fucking show dickhead um normally they're they're the cool ones or used to be you think yeah, I've known like when I was a kid, I grew up in a federal building, and I knew back then like marshals were kind of like top of the food chain. You know, they like overruled the FBI and anything local, and like when they showed up, they were in charge. You know, yeah. And when they showed up in the federal building, you know, whatever they wanted came first. You know, if there was like ten FBI guys waiting on a somebody to write a subpoena or a search warrant. You know, he yeah. walked in and got it first. Yeah. And they all were like, just, he was like the big dog. I remember like watching them, FBI agents kind of like, really. Cower to him? Cower, yeah. It was kind of, I'm like, you know, you know, I'd be like 10 or 12. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's kind of odd. Right. Okay, don't mess with the marshal. If you got that coffee cup in your hand still, let's, let's take one more toast to the Second Amendment. Uh, getting more power. Way to go, Justice Clarence Thomas. Yeah, and, and like me, as far as the, it goes, I think you ought to be able to buy a tank. But that's oh, just yeah. me. I agree. No, no, no. Absolutely. That's I like, the, I, I, the way I read it is they wanted you to have whatever anybody else had. If they had that's an exactly F-15, it. you need an F-15. Yep. 
You need to have a well-regulated militia. And that don't mean shotguns. Yeah, and let's, um, you know, I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, why don't I just start one? Why don't I just start a militia? I mean, I've got a platform. It's not the biggest, but, you know, shit. Why not? You know, I'm, it, it, essentially, it's just the people of your state, you know. Why don't I just start one? You know? And then I got to start thinking about all the shit that I got to do, and I'm like... I don't know if I have enough time. <laughs> right. I'm just joining. Well, and just make um, sure if you do do that, if you're out there and you're like, and there's nothing wrong with you doing that, if you're listening, yeah, you know, why not? If you got the time and the place, yeah. you know, there ain't nothing wrong with it. But if some Yahoo joins up and he starts pushing everybody to do something stupid, like you know, uh, he's a pet. Yeah, like yeah. go kidnap the governor. You know. <laughs> you know he's a fed you know there's something that's, up with that i mean that's never that's a good a idea part. you know yeah. what i'm saying that kind of stuff only happens in make-believe movies you yeah. know you do something like that you're you're definitely crossing the line really you know i'm yeah, not I saying mean, it's wrong or whatever i don't know i'm not here to judge but there's a line out there and you do something like that and that is what they call you know being an insurgent kind of thing yeah by all means man start your own militia but it should solely be on the defense it should solely be about defense because that's what the second amendment is based off altogether is self-defense and there's nothing wrong with practicing offense baby yeah practice it you know get out there get your get your uh your shot on point you know but i guess you're gonna be i don't know what you're gonna be shooting because uh you're getting ammunition is like crazy Oh, that's oh, you know what? Well, that's another thing. That's I was thinking about that, dude. You gotta, um, because you always I always think about you know if shit hits the fan, what you know what do I need? And um, you're gonna need bullets. Well, you can make your own. You know, learn how to, not necessarily maybe maybe learn how to mine metals, but learn how to get your own metals. Learn how to make casings. Learn where to get gunpowder from. You know, learn how to turn. I don't know, whatever metal, lead, what have you, into bullets themselves. Learn how to make bullets, you know. Um, right. Shit, learn how to make guns. Learn how to cast guns. You know, make castings or casing castings for for the metal parts that you need so you can make your own guns and shit. Yeah, Holy uh, fuck, sometimes you got to take your plow and turn it into a sword. That's right. Man, you just went biblical. I like it. I like it. Sometimes you don't. You know. No shit. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. No shit. Um, I think that was in the first reading at mass today. Was about Elisha, Elijah, Elijah coming by, like walking by Elisha, and I think he threw his cloak on him, and Elisha went and and uh, he was he had a plow and he had twelve, I think, oxen, and then he turned around and cooked all the oxen oxen and used and used the wood from the plow to cook it so it was like you know given he didn't turn it into a sword but kind of in the same respect you know he turned something that he was using into a something else that he needed so in the same respect yeah you know and i was thinking about they never really talk about the people that don't take the mark right you know life is going to be bad on them and they're going to be hunkered up in some somewhere right yeah some hole in the ground or some vacant house 
So, you know. I think about I, I recommend, that. you know, you should defend yourself, I guess, but there's the whole thing about Jesus, you know, that it's always been hard for me to wrap my head around. And my mom all talked to me about it when I was a kid, but it was about, you know, turning the other cheek. And, <clears throat> you know, it's tough to to not punch somebody in the face. You know, like me, I want to punch, you know, if somebody is threatening me, sure. I don't mind to punch them in the nose. Sure. Or grab them by the throat. You know, whatever yeah. get my point across is to leave me alone. But, yeah. uh, you know, that is not the world that, uh, you know, the end times Christians are going to be dealing with. You know, it's a whole other different thing. But I've always, you know, when put my faith in Jesus and, and I've walked through many, many things. And, you know, and I remember a couple times like, oh, okay, God, you know, I know you don't want me to fight my way out of this, so, you know, this is on you, you know. Yeah, what, what do I do? You know, yeah. and I'm walking through here, and I've walked right through. I've had bad news just get out of my way. And yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, we're cool. But so I, I would, and I, I agree with that, you know, there's times to but fight. But that takes a lot of faith, man, and that's where I, oh, you yeah. know, people need to really get to know Jesus. And in another word, it's trust, you know, because, um, you know, there's times where, like, it's hard. I don't know. It's, it's. I got an analogy about Let's hear trusting the equipment. Like, I was big into mountain biking, right? And. Yeah. Out in Moab, Utah, there's this world-famous bike trail, the Slick Rock Bike Trail. And uh, and I would always, you know, I well, not always, but would run into um, people going up there for the first time. And they'd be like, hey, man, you got any advice? And my answer was, don't hit the brakes and trust your equipment. You know, if you can't do that, you know, if you can't, like me... On a mountain bike, I knew what my equipment could, was capable of doing. So I had, you know, I knew it could do what I wanted it to do. So all I had to do was go along for the ride, really. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I had that, that faith in it. I knew it wasn't going to explode underneath me when I landed. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's an important thing. And so, um, and Jesus, you know, is like an equipment in your life. So you need to trust it. Yeah. And I know that that's kind of a simple thing, too, what I'm saying in, in terms of, like, verbiage. But um, if if you're having a hard time with, like, having faith in him in, in whatever situation, think about it as trust. I know it's simple. I know it may not even make sense right now, but sometimes that can help. You know, where it's like, I was thinking about that this morning. You know, where it's like, yeah, there's times where I have a hard time with the idea of, like, faith, which is, you know, you have faith and things of that nature. But then it's just like, well, trust, you know, just trust in them, which is basically giving over. You're, t you're letting go of control. You're letting go of the grip that you already don't have in order to give it off. And just like you said, just take the ride. You know, sometimes you just have to trust and take the ride. Yeah. And let it let it take you and it did it, I, 
you know, I've had crowds just move. <laughs> yeah. You know, or people just forget that I'm standing in front of them. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I learned that one night a long time ago, but I actually did have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it, I had learned a lesson, though. You know, there's turning my back and putting my faith in God, and then there is, okay, you know, it's you've got the tools to deal with this, too, physically. Yeah. And that's always good to yeah. know. But, you know, there's only a few times in my life where the hair on the back of my neck st stands up, and whenever that happens, I've always, always, always taken action when that happens. And, uh, like that particular night, I was on a soul-searching thing, and I let that happen, and I didn't do anything about it, and I got kicked in the face, but I got that's out a, of that. But <laughs> it was... That's never a fun time. Yeah, but you know what? It was, you know, I had the power of God in me, you know, and I st stood right up, you know, yeah. and freaked all, right. all of it. It was a little gang. That was when I found out about gangs in Florida. Earlier that night, when I was sitting there with this group of people and uh, I had been invited to this little party on the beach and then it just during that night a conversation came up about gangs and they're like hey man y'all got gangs in West Virginia and I was like no man we ain't got no gangs you know gangs are for sissies <laughs> <laughs> that's one way and they're like really man you ain't got no gangs at all in West Virginia and I was like well we got cousins I guess, you know, well, I guess yeah. that might count, you know, if I need to get up a, a crew. Yeah, I got cousins. <laughs> it's funny to try and like, yeah. That was, uh, I think, it came back to haunt me later. A mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I remember I remember coming around and, and understanding what, the, what a gang was. Um, of course, when I did, it was... Uh, the Bloods and the Crips, you know, those were the big ones. Hadn't even heard about MS-13, hadn't heard about the Latin Kings, none of that. You know, it was just the Bloods and the Crips, and they were kind of all over the place. Um, they were starting to spread, you know, out of uh, out of the West Coast and then over kind of, not necessarily cross-country, but, you know, more so over in uh, the East Coast, Northeast Coast. And... Um, we'd have them, you know, and, and I don't know if it was maybe more so people wanting to pretend that they were them. Um, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like to just starting to discover what that was. And it's like, the fuck is this? Well, luckily mom was actually a bunch of upper middle class, rich wannabe kids. Yeah. Yeah. The what this was, these were pretty much white guys with a few mixed skin guys. I don't know what they were. But uh, it just <laughs> and there's even you a longer story. Themselves. That was yeah. my beach, right? Like that's where that was like four tenths of a mile from my door was this beach, and uh, and I, so you, I you had turf, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that was my turf. They didn't realize <laughs> it at first, but they came to understand that. <laughs> Actually, dude, I took a club and I beat on a. Uh, palm tree for a month right 
as hard as I could. Yeah. And I remember my roommate coming out and uh, sitting there because, uh, you know, and then one day he's like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to go down there. That's my beach, dude. I was like, that's four tenths of a mile from the door. I'm not driving any <laughs> further than that. <laughs> I was like, so when I hit one of these guys with this thing, I don't want it to come out of my hands. I just want to keep right. beating, you know, and I do not want to lose this thing. And uh, and I practice and practice. And I actually, I caught one of them all by himself down there one night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I drove my message across, and uh, voila. Yeah, that'll work. That'll do it. Until then, they got to go tell their gang, and then, you know. You got a whole bunch of rich pussies coming after you. Yeah, um, I'm like, man, my, I'm my own gang. There you go. I'm like, I got, we got me and there's God, and I got this big old club. It was like walking tall, I'm telling you, dude. This yeah. dude, I come running out from behind some uh, bathrooms at this public beach area when this guy was <laughs> all by himself. As soon as these guys got in the car, got out of distance, and he was standing there by himself, I just come flying at him. He was like, ah! <laughs> it sounds like me and Warzone, dude. Like, dude, you're screwed. Well, they actually, in that first melee with them, I'd lost uh, my glasses, got knocked off my face. They busted them up, and I got a nice fat lip. And I assaulted one of them with the mountain bike that I was on. <laughs> This is sounding so much like Karate Kid, dude. I assaulted this guy, and uh, he ripped the seat. And it wasn't my mountain bike. It was my buddy's mountain bike, So, because they were going to steal it. And I was like, oh, man, I can't go back without it. You know? right. And so right. I got it, and uh, my other roommate, not that there was three of us, but uh, he's like, well, man, you're going to pay for my seat. And I was like, dude, screw you. I brought it home. Yeah. You buy it. He never did buy a seat for that thing. That's rough. I was doing like no less than 20 miles a day on a bicycle as fast as I could. That'll get you in shape. Yeah. Well, I I did run from those guys. But I beat my way out of to be able to run. (laughs) Sometimes you got to fight to to run. Yeah, I I had to fight and flight. (laughs) <laughs> I was wanting to flight, but I had that damn bicycle to deal with, actually. And that was like one of them grabbed Oh, that's me. the worst, dude. Trying to fucking, trying to hurriedly get on a bike to get going, oh, to yeah. get away All from right, something. Well, here, this day I learned how to do something I hadn't known how to do prior. Now, I'd always took off and hopped on a bike from the left-hand side of the bike, right? But when I finally got able to run away from these dudes with this bicycle, I was on the right-hand side of it. And I couldn't get on the bicycle and running at the same time, right? I just was not capable of that move. If I'd have been on the other side, I'd have been gone. You gotta swing your leg over and just ride the seat until you can catch uh, up with the pedals. Well, one of them ran up behind me, and that's when he grabbed me and... Um, that's when I assaulted him with the bike. I like stopped dead and turned around, and smacked him with the bicycle. I'm like, hey, yep. I had to pull it out of him, and then then I got on the I feel bike. Like we can see and this took situation off. Happening. Yeah. Oh, dude. 
And I was like, all right, God, I got you. Yeah, that was me learning a lesson from God that night. You know, sometimes you can't turn the other cheek, man. Yeah, well, you only have two, you know. I don't think he, uh, he expected you to turn many more. Um, hey, listen, I am uh, I'm at about an hour. I, uh, I got to drag some more tomorrow, dude. Um, so let's do this again. That's good do with it. that. All right. Uh, go ahead and plug yourself, sir. Uh, nuclear Knucklehead at yahoo.com and uh, friendsradionetwork.com. Yep. Check that out. There you go. Please do, people. He's awesome. Uh, you can find me at theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. First chapter, still free. Uh, metv1105 at gmail.com. You can find me on just about any social networking platform. Just look up my name, John Omerchata. And until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal. Later, buddy. Peace. Hey, check it out. 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 The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion in Modern English. A one-page summary. Goyim are mentally inferior to Jews and can't run their nations properly. For their sake and ours, we need to abolish their governments and replace them with a single government. This will take a long time and involve much bloodshed, but it's for a good cause. Here's what we'll need to do. Police our agents and helpers everywhere. Take control of the media and use it in propaganda for our plans. Start fights between different races, classes, and religions. Use bribery, threats, and blackmail to get our way. Use Freemasonic lodges to attract potential public officials. Appeal to successful people's egos. Appoint puppet leaders who can be controlled by blackmail. Replace royal rule with socialist rule, then communism, then despotism. Abolish all rights and freedoms, except the right by force, by us. Sacrifice people, including Jews sometimes, when necessary. Eliminate religion. Replace it with science and materialism. Control the education system to spread deception and destroy intellect. Rewrite history to our benefit. Create entertaining distractions. Corrupt minds with filth and perversion. Encourage people to spy on one another. Keep the masses in poverty and perpetual labor. Take possession of all true wealth, property, and especially gold. Use gold to manipulate the markets, causing depressions, etc. Introduce a progressive tax on wealth. Replace sound investment with speculation. Hmm. Make long-term interest-bearing loans to governments. Hmm. Give bad advice to governments and everyone else. Eventually, the Goyim will be so angry with their governments, because we'll blame them for the resulting mess that they'll gladly have us take over. We will then appoint a descendant of David to be the king of the world, and the remaining Goyim will bow down and sing his praises. Everyone will live in peace and obedient order under his glorious rule.